0: Welcome back to the LED Project Podcast. My name is Kyle Krieger. I am half of the team at Lighthouse Educator Development, and this is our podcast that is uh, the continuation of a conversation we've been having as educators over the last six years. And what we hope to do with this show and what we hope you'll get out of it is that you'll hear real stories from real teachers about what's really going on in the classroom. And we hope with those stories that you're inspired, you hear things that you can take and you can use, but more than anything you realize that you're not alone in this profession and that above everything else this is the most important profession on the planet. We do more for this country and this world than any other profession combined. And we hope you take that knowledge and the knowledge that our guests give you through this podcast and you improve your teaching craft and the craft of those around you. So, stick around. What's to come is another episode of the LED Project Podcast. If you want to connect with us, you can do that by finding us on Instagram. We are at value adds value, as well as at its.will.law.iii. You can also find us on Facebook as Lighthouse Educator Development. And we are also on YouTube as Lighthouse Educator Development. And before the podcast starts, we'd love it if you hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. So, We hope you enjoy this episode of the LED Project Podcast. Welcome back to the LED Project Podcast. This is episode 139. I'm Kyle Krieger. We're so thrilled to have you with us. And I am joined by my my co-host and good friend, Wilkie V. Law III. Will, what's going on?
1: What's going on, man? Doing good. Doing good. Feeling good. Excited to be done with school and can relax a little bit
0: yeah, yeah yeah we're we're recording this uh shortly before christmas but it, this is going to go out after the new year so we're yeah. we're thrilled to be doing that but yeah like i said you you don't have any uh grad school stuff you don't have any teaching stuff so it's going to be a good couple weeks but we are um we are super excited uh to have our guest today who is the uh founder of the 50 states 50 books movement charnay gordon charnay thank you for taking some time with us this morning
2: you're welcome. Thanks so much for having me on.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, we've been kind of going back and forth over email for a while, and I, and I didn't realize that you weren't actually a teacher. You're, you're in the technology space. So if you don't mind, before we get to talking about your projects uh, and what you do, could you just give us a little bit of your background?
2: Sure. I am, uh, well, I'm a wife and mom of two kids, ages five and six. Uh, my husband and I, we've been married. 14 years now, we reside in the state of Connecticut, and I am also a blogger and influencer on the side. Um, I work full-time professionally as a computer programmer, have over 15 years of experience in information technology, um, but I just started my blog about almost four years ago now, really as a way to track of all of the books that I Read with my kids, um, as well as provide book recommendations for parents who may be looking for diverse children's literature.
0: Right, right. So, wow. I'm I'm interested to to ask you about the blog because I, I can speak for myself, and I think Wilkie's the same that we've had the idea to to do blogs for a long time and. I think that's sort of why we got into the podcast because that was more kind of our niche to be able to just have a conversation. So what what is your writing process for your blog? I mean, does it does it take a lot of time? Is it something you have to put a lot of thought into? I mean, because the fact that you've done it for four years now means you're, you're pretty dedicated to it.
2: it. Yeah, it is. So I, I kind of write whatever I feel like writing. Um, sometimes I will come up with different topics based on some of the things that people are asking questions about, like say on Instagram or, excuse me, you know, other questions that I just kind of get randomly. So sometimes I will kind of cater to what I think people are mostly interested or looking for at a particular time. But mostly I just write about whatever I, whatever I feel like writing. Mm.
1: So let me ask this question, because this is a question, I know you're not an educator, but I kind of want to go back and kind of get a little bit more for information, because you're talking a lot of information that most parents don't talk. And as a parent educator, I understand that, you know, we provide our kids with what we think kids are going to be expected in the classroom. So growing up, can you kind of talk to us about a favorite teacher that you had that may have kind of guided you on this path, that even though you're not in education, you still see the need. This literacy?
2: Oh, for sure. I remember, uh, I think it was probably my fifth grade teacher who probably had the most impact on my life um, as far as reading goes and, and liter- literacy. Um, she was very passionate about books, and um, at the time, you know, I had always been passionate about books and reading and learning in general. Um, But I remember like going into, transitioning into like the sixth grade, the middle school space. She wanted to make sure that all of us were, you know, ready and kind of passionate about reading and, you know, kind of telling us that, you know, it was going to get a little bit harder. You know, as we were going off to to middle school, we were going to be expected to do more um, and a lot more reading. So I think she would probably be the person who had the most, uh, the greatest impact on me as a, as a child, you know, like a, as an educator growing up.
0: Okay. And, you know, as, as a parent of, of two young kids, what do you see is, um, as the value of, you know, a teacher like the one you spoke of or, or some of the great teachers that you've been in contact with um, over the years?
2: Yeah, I think, you know, the when it comes to like the value of a great teacher, it's someone who is going to, uh, well, first of all, someone who believes in you, because I, I believe that that's important. They see that you are destined for greatness, um, despite if you get, you know, good grades, bad grades. Um, I don't think grades really matter as much. But I do think it's about the person getting to know who the child is, what their um beliefs are what their goals are what their dreams are and i think a really great teacher who can tap into that and can kind of get down on a child's level um, is really going to make the biggest impact uh, on a ch- on any given child um, and i think that's what my fifth grade teacher she she did like she really got to know me as a person um, and I felt like she was on my side, you know, and I think that's really important for, for kids to, to have that kind of teacher role model who they can trust um, and talk to openly. You know, I think a lot of times kids are kind of don't really want to talk to their teachers about, you know, particular subjects. Um, but I think, you know, just having that open relationship with the teacher who, a teacher who's really going to take the time to get to know each and every one of, um, his or her students is probably going to have the, the greatest impact on a child's life.
0: All right. So if you don't mind, we'll, we'll start talking to you kind of, uh, about the reason why we brought you on here. Could you give us a little bit of, of just the. The background and what inspired you to start uh, 50 states for 50 books?
2: Yeah, so I decided to start it. I, I wanted my kids to be involved um, more, you know, more in like my, my blogging stuff. Like I use them uh, a lot of the times for my pictures that I post on Instagram or even on the blog. But specifically, my daughter had been asking about, you know, she to do a little bit more and i was trying to think of a way like how could i how can i kind of weave them into you know this whole space of literacy without being um you know putting too much of their personal information out there but and 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 kind of in a meaningful way that where we could make an impact um on kids specifically in america i didn't want to Do something. You know, a lot of times people will come up with these projects and it's for kids that are overseas. um, And there's nothing wrong with that. But I wanted my kids to kind of make an impact here in the United States where we live. And so that's really where the idea kind of came from. I wanted it to be a nationwide thing where we could have the most impact. Initially, I was just thinking about doing something. Locally within our state only, but then I had the idea like, well, why don't I why don't we just open this up to You know the whole nation and that's kind of really where the idea came from
0: Hmm. So so what what is the mission because I know on your Instagram it says to you know get books in the hands of kids who are you know underprivileged and really to help them kind of understand diversity and inclusivity, but but beyond that, or, or with that, how are you you doing that within the project? Like, what, what is it exactly that you do with schools or with books?
2: So we collect 50 um, diverse children's books for each of the 50 U.S. states. And we get the books from people, kind people on, online. Uh, I started, when I first started, when we first started the project back at the end of July of 2018, this year, I just started, you know, putting it out on my own personal Instagram page, just like, hey, uh, my kids are starting this new initiative. And I at that time, I had just started their Instagram account, and I said, go follow um, and see what they're kind of up to, you know, just kind of like that. And um, within like one to two weeks after that, that's when we really started. Like, So it was really like at the beginning of August when we kind of really kicked it off. And um, I would just say, you know, we're collecting di- you know, diverse books for kids. And people just started sending us books. Um, so that's really how we get the books. Just from kind people who hear about our project. They want to help. They want to get involved. And they just send us books. So we've received books from... Uh, authors, uh, whether they be self-published or, you know, bigger authors who work with bigger publishing houses. We've gotten uh, books directly from publishers. Our biggest donation came from Headshed uh, uh, Book Group. They made a donation of 800 books, with, wow, wow. <laughs> which helped us serve uh, 16 states. Which now have all been distributed except for um, three states, like I'm still looking for uh, places in for Mississippi, Hawaii and um, Michigan. those are the three I'm still looking for. Uh, but with the exception of that, all of the other books have been shipped out. Um, we are now currently, as we speak at 34 Uh, four states completed.
0: Wow. So you've done all of this in the span of not even six months.
2: That's right. (laughs) When I I think about it, I'm like, wow, we we did all of this. So yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing when I kind of think about it. Um, And now we have 16 more states to go. So
0: Gosh. So how, how have your kids responded to this? Cause I got to feel like they got to just feel like they're on top of the world doing all this good in the world.
2: Yeah, they, they, you know, I don't know if they really understand fully they're only five and six. Um, so I don't know if they really fully understand the impact of, you know, that we're having on, you know, all of these kids that we're affecting. Um, but they do like to help get involved and they, they like, to know okay what's our count now how many more states you know have we completed um they get involved they i give them the job when we check our mailboxes um on uh three days a week we go to check our mail and they're they're in charge so i give them the key they they open up the box they take out the mail if if the box is not too heavy Um, then when we get home uh, they open to help me open up the packages, and their job mainly is to put our stamp in each of the books. Uh, we just have a stamp that says you know donated by fifty states fifty books um, so we stamp each each of the books and then we pack them up and um, once we have a place to send them off to, we ship them out mm. so they're excited yeah
1: <laughs> they and I think I think as being the, being that they're so young and they're movement and literacy again, because I go back to that, I'm a math teacher and I, I'm a promoter and an avid reader. And I think that, you know, I go back to what my grandfather said when we were growing up, do you know why there's so many books? And I was like, no, he's like, because they had all the great secrets in them. And so it was kind of like a mission that he gave to me was to, hey, look, go find every book you can and learn all these secrets that people are writing about. Oh, and, I love that. And I can only imagine your kids as they get older, that they're going to look backwards you know hindsight's always 2020 they're going right. to look backwards and see that they were part of creating this op- these opportunities that they're going to be now bearing fruit of for other kids so i think it'll be i don't i think that's an investment that you're making in their lives that's going to pay dividends well into the future and beyond mm-hmm. and and i just I mean i can say for 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 a, a non educator for a parent to take this initiative and to include I salute you one hundred percent because I think it's just huge the involvement that you're the engagement that you're giving your kids in something bigger than themselves
2: thank you yeah and that that was really my my hope is that you know i I really tried to to let them know like, hey, you guys are fortunate, you know so um, mm-hmm. we need to we need to think about other people as often as we can um and that's i'm a, i'm ai am a big um advocate for volunteering uh stuff like that i i love just volunteering giving back so i try to do that whenever i can and i think this project ultimately like we're going to get books in the hands of hundreds probably even thousands of kids cuz we're donating them uh a lot of the times to schools so they're going to be over and over again as you know new kids come and go to each of the schools um so I just I hope that they they kind of look back on this. Like we're making a scrapbook about, you know, the whole journey. Um so I hope that they look back on this and, and kind of feel that way as well.
0: You know, and it, it reminds me too, because um, you know, right near where I live was like the the guy who started the first ever free little library.
2: Oh wow. And
0: and, and now there's, you know, thousands and thousands of them are across oh. the country and and my my older sister has one at her house uh near where i live and she's got stacks and stacks of bookshelves so i'm not going to tell her this but i'm going to just go down there and start plucking books because she'll never know she doesn't <laughs> actually know what's down there so we'll, we'll make sure to she has her own little stamp it says Lindsay's free little library so we'll stamp them and and make sure to to send them to you but how do you how do you go about Finding and connecting with the schools or organizations that you donate the books to.
2: Yeah, so there is an application process on um, On our website and it's just a short really short form with like, you know, five or six questions um, Really uh, what we're looking for is Places that are the ki- the books are gonna have the greatest impact. So like I said school um, where they can be, you know, used over and over again. Um, a library, uh, we did wait, make one donation to a children's hospital, um, which I was so excited about, um, because because hospitals, they can only accept brand new books. And so once we got that donation in from, um, Hachet, I just, I was able to send a, a whole box of brand new books to a children's hospital. So, um, wow. that was really nice. Um, But yeah, we're looking for to get the books in. uh, We're looking for places where they're going to have the most impact, where people are going to actually want the books, where they're going to appreciate them. Uh, So yeah, people can apply on our website. Uh, My husband and I do read every single application that comes through. um, And we contact the people that we're, you know, that that we're interested in. Uh, Sometimes if we don't get any applicants for any particular state, I will just start calling around, like I'll just search online um, for, you know, places where they serve kids and there's literacy involved. So I'll do it that way. Um, A really cool thing that I just started doing was um, we needed uh, places in North Dakota and South Dakota; those ones really gave me a headache. <laughs> so I, um, for North Dakota, I just uh, ha- somehow I found my way onto the Donors Choose website, where all of these teacher, like you can um, search by state, um, even by like school, I think. Um, but all of these teachers are on there, and they are basically saying, you know, they need books for their classroom all of these you know projects and stuff so I just said ah, oh, let me just see if there's anybody out there from North Dakota and there was and I found uh, a teacher that way in North Dakota she was specifically looking for diverse books for her classroom and I just reached out to her and I told her about the project and she was like yes we, you know we take we'll, we'll we'd love to get the books um so that was exciting like so yeah between the application process um between um people on Instagram, you know, will see the post that we're, you know, we're looking for uh, places in a particular state. Uh, We'll get emails um, and then, you know, just word of mouth. And now this whole donors choose, if we don't have any applicants, I'll just go on there.
0: I guess. So what, what has been the most uh, you know, fun and, and or rewarding part of what you have done so far?
2: So we had the most fun probably going on TV uh, for me and the kids. Uh, we, we watch a local news channel like every morning. Um, it's you know, just our, our local um, TV station here. But we went on the morning talk show for, that, our, for our local TV station. Um, about a month ago, we were on TV So I think that was the most fun thing that we've done so far. Um, Also, let's see, most rewarding, um, definitely just getting feedback from um, people once they get their donations. So I love looking at the photos because that's one of the requirements is like, if we send you books, you have to send us photos in return. Like we want to see the books in your space Uh, we want to see the reactions of the kids Um, so sometimes people will send me videos of kids you know opening up the box of books just as they arrive Uh, looking at the photos of of kids just teasing and just so happy with these books Um, really fills my heart
0: so uh, what what's going to be the plan once you reach all 50 states what are you going to move to then
2: yeah, so <laughs> that's always the question that we get. Uh, my husband and I have actually been talking about um, possibly turning it into a nonprofit organization. Um, same named, you know, 50 states, 50 books, um, but kind of keep it going. And um, time will tell if that actually happens though, but that is the tentative plan right now is to, turn it into a nonprofit, and um, you know kind of revamp it a little bit but kind of just keep it going and do another round of the 50 states um, for as long as as long as we can and as long as we want to um, and as long as the kids want to uh, but that's the that's the plan um, we were also thinking about maybe making it like a not a nationwide, um, worldwide thing. But the problem with that is that shipping would just be ridiculously expensive, I think.
1: Right. But you know, I I, I like the idea of scaling it and keeping it going because again, the exposure for, especially, I, I, I wanna say for, for young children of color or for any kid coming up now in such an area where the space we live in is so, they're so connected by so many of the same mechanics. Uh, you know, there's this need, such a strong need for empathy. There's such a strong need for connectivity, uh, for for diversity and respecting other people's uh, being inclusionary. Like there's such a huge need for that and literacy provides that. And typically when you read and you see things that are positive and uplifting about people, uh, whether it be people of color, whether it be, you know, Native people um, from various different places, the more you see those positive images, it kind of stains the brains of those kids to realize that not everything is what media shows us. That's right. And so uh, we were just watching a video in a, pro- a professional development yesterday of a guy who was kicked out of school, went to an alternative school, and ended up becoming an uh, an opera singer only because of a chance field trip to the opera house where he saw an african american woman singing uh in the in the in the theater's uh the carmen and before then he never paid attention to the fact that i could be an opera singer he just knew that he sing he could sing but they never took him serious because he was always fighting and always in trouble and it wasn't until he was introduced to someone who looked like him doing something that he knew that he could do they gave him the courage to say that hey that can be me too and oh, now no. he's an internationally renowned you can look up the story It was on 60 minutes after the football game okay. uh, a couple of weeks ago uh speedo green is his name speedo, I speedo. Thought it was interesting. Yeah. yeah yeah but it's a great story to show that 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 simple exposure to something we never know what that exposure is going to trigger in certain students
2: mm, mm, I, so, yeah I, I
1: love it
0: yeah, and we I was talking uh, to another te- a teacher in Los Angeles uh, just last night for the podcast as well, and um, she was talking about how books are a window to see other people, uh, or books should either be a window where you can see other people, a mirror where you can reflect yourself so you see yourself in the book, or they're a sliding glass door to where you can join someone in an experience, and I was just like blown away by that analogy. <laughs> Yeah, um, that that that's how kids see books so we really yeah we're really impressed I mean I, I I was impressed prior to knowing that you just got started in August but I mean it shows like with effort and with the right use of social media and the right mission you can do really great things in not a very long amount of time
2: you can you can and I think you know just by having the word Like, I, you know, just on Instagram, I have a a fantastic community who's just always so supportive. Um, But I think just by, you know, word spreading, that's how we got, um, you know, published in the Huffington Post. Um, That's how we got on TV. You know, like, I just think all these things, um, just people have been just so supportive about the project and just talking about it, which I think has really helped.
0: Hmm. all right well uh, will you got any off the top of your head questions you want to ask before we start to wrap it up here
1: no i don't have any i just i can say again to commend you for the work you're doing Um, and i'll make sure that we promote it through our social media and um, man like i say when you get ready to take it nonprofit and you're looking for more schools um, our community of educators pretty much spans across the united states so we we can be, you know, be an aid to help you connect with other educators in other schools who are needing that, that kind of look into diversity for their students. Also, so
2: yeah, that would be amazing. Um, I guess you know the the big thing about if we're gonna actually do the nonprofit is you know can we continue to get books? Um, mm-hmm. So that would be the you know the biggest I guess deciding factor. Um, but but the good news is once you're a nonprofit like you know, we could apply to get books, and I think we probably get more because we are a nonprofit. So,
0: right, right. And when you're, uh, we we are actually we have a nonprofit that the podcast is like kind of our public arm of it that we do some of our work through. So, if you have questions when you're going through the process, we went through it a couple of years ago, so you can be sure to feel free to, you know, to reach out to us if you, if you need help with any of the stuff. But I mean, yeah, you know, what I found like, you know, the nonprofit space, you can get grants, you can, you can get donations too. But I think with your mission, the more people know about it, there's always people that want to help a good cause like that. And there's always, you know, there's always people that want to help and want to donate, especially with books. I mean, my sister's got a little free little library in a really small town in Wisconsin. And she's got thousands and thousands of books just from people who are like, oh, I've got these extra books. Or, you know, she goes to garage sales or yard sales and picks up books, you know, a whole box full for a dollar or two dollars. You know, there's there's lots of ways you can get books. So so like I said, we would love to support you however however we can.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I would really like to to, you know, do another round of um, of the states because we we just had so many um, fantastic people who applied, you know, in all of the states that we've looked at so far. Um, But you can just see that the need is just so great. Um, right? US, you know, so um, I'd love to be able to, you know, have us serve more kids in more states if we decide to go the nonprofit route. For sure, so
0: before we ask you the last question for people who want to learn about the project connect with you find out what's uh what you're up to what are the best ways for them to do that
2: definitely so on our website it's uh 50 states 50 books and that's the number so five zero states five zero books dot net um that's our website social media we are on um facebook Instagram and Twitter at 50 States, 50 books.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Well, we certainly appreciate you giving us some time and and coming on and talking with us on the podcast. And our our final question that we like to ask everybody before we get them out of here is um, when it's all said and done, whether it's your life or it's just this project, what do you want the legacy of it to be? Uh,
2: My legacy Definitely, I want to be known as a person who uh, was passionate about uh, reading and literacy, and um, raising your kids to really be kind, to be accepting of others, and then to really just be curious about about life. Um, that's really that's really it. Um, you know. Be kind, be caring, be loving, Um, and also to really understand fully, like fully understand that you can do and be anything you want to be, no question. Right.
0: Awesome. Well, Sharni, thank you so much for uh, taking some time and coming on our podcast.
2: Yeah, thank you so much for having me.